0: breathing in. I'm in Plum village. Breathing out, I smile. Plum
1: village. Smiling.
0: Plum village. Smiling.
1: Smiling. Thank you. That village. a good Plum village. we smile. Plum village. Just A grand sujet de meditation. D'accord. Les grandes personnes aussi s'intéressent à l'amour. Alors, ils vont bénéficier de notre notre leçon aujourd'hui.
0: Now, we can really fully benefit from the teaching today. And we can use these things when we go back to school. We can tell meditation. our friends about meditation.
1: Mm-hmm. We were in and Plum we Village and we learned meditation. À la question de plusieurs
0: so we can answer people's questions in different on ways.
1: Nier, on we can à say, aimer.
0: in Plum Village, we learned how to est-ce love. What it is to love.
1: Quand on, quand on, quand quand on a vite, a vite de du chocolat, est-ce qu'on peut dire j'aime le chocolat? What
0: does it mean to love? Is that difficult? He's going to try to make this a bit simpler. So we start with this. In us there is freshness. There's also freshness in the flower. freshness and beauty in the flower, in the boy, in the girl, there is freshness and beauty. We can offer this freshness and beauty to the person we love, so that is loving. You have beauty you have freshness and you want to offer that beauty, that freshness to the person you love. It could be your dad, your mom, your brother, your sister, your friends, that's love. Love is offering.
1: Because
0: when we offer something like beauty, like freshness, we bring happiness. We make the other person happy, right? (inaudible) Me, whenever I see a child, I see freshness, I see beauty. A child is a real flower.
1: A little girl is a flower,
0: a little boy is also a flower. We are all flowers in the garden of humanity. We are born a flower. So we want to try to maintain that beauty, that freshness, that flowerness, because everybody needs that. Everybody needs happiness. So to be happy and to offer happiness to another person that's love. So in Plum Village, we have the pebble meditation. Each person has a little bag like this with four pebbles inside. The first pebble represents freshness, the flower. It's a pebble, but this pebble represents a flower the flowers inside. So we take the first pebble and we place it on our left hand. And we place our left hand on top of our right, we begin to meditate. Breathing in, I see myself as a flower. I am a flower. And when we breathe in this way, we see ourselves as a flower, a flower in the garden of humanity. I'm a flower, no complex. I'm a boy, I'm a girl. That's a real flower. So when you breathe in and you say, I see myself as a flower, you touch the freshness in you. And you C'est can la smile
1: la because
0: a flower is always smiling.
1: La yeah. la
0: so you have la freshness, la you la have la beauty. La so that first pebble la helps you la to. La help the beauty and the freshness in you to manifest. Breathing in, I see myself as a flower. Breathing out, I feel fresh. Flower, fresh. And we breathe in such a way. That we become a real flower, we feel the freshness, and we do that three times before placing that first pebble on our right side, on the floor. And during that whole time of practice, we radiate, we emanate freshness. So we benefit from that freshness and beauty first. We ourselves, it's for us. And then when you go to another person, you know you're fresh. You know you have beauty and you can offer those things to the other person. And you can... Say a sentence.
1: Um, Buddhism,
0: in Buddhism, we can call it a mantra, a magic formula that can bring about the happiness, the pleasure in the other person. We look into the other person's eyes and you can say, I'm here, like a flower. With my beauty, with my freshness. And they're they're here for you, these things. I bring them for you. One formula goes like this. Darling, I'm here for you. Darling, I am here. Darling, I am here for you. Six words.
1: You offer yourself
0: to the person you love. You offer your beauty, your freshness. That is very kind of you to offer beauty and freshness to another person. You may like to practice this with your dad. Your dad needs beauty. And freshness and you have it so you go to him and you smile you look at your dad and you say dad you know what I'm here for you I am here for you
1: that's the mantra but we
0: need to have the freshness and the beauty ready before we do this. So what can we do to have that freshness and beauty coming out? We need those three breaths in and out. Breathing in, I'm a flower. Breathing out, I feel fresh. If we breathe in and out like that three times, we have that freshness and beauty and we can go to the other person and offer that to them. It's pretty easy, right? You can do it and you can share it with your friends at school when you go back you can say i learned pebble meditation but you also have other things in you not only freshness and beauty but also peace
1: calm it's
0: like peace and calm, that's a beautiful thing. A person cannot really be happy without some peace and calmness inside. A child who's too agitated is not really happy. So we can practice with the second pebble to bring back calm, to our body and mind. That's why this pebble represents
1: still water.
0: This meditation hall is called Still Water Meditation Hall. If you live in Switzerland, you know that there are lakes high up in the mountains and sometimes those lakes are absolutely still. When there's no wind the water is calm and it reflects the blue sky, the clouds, the mountains, the trees. If you take a camera you can aim it At the surface of the water take a picture of the sky, of the clouds, and the mountains too, because when the water is still and calm it can reflect things exactly the way they are. So a human being, when a human being is calm and peaceful, There's no anger, moving, no jealousy, no violence, and that is a very beautiful, fresh person. So we need calm, peace to be really beautiful and fresh. So the practice is breathing in. I see myself as still water, breathing out, I see things just as they are. There's no distortion. When we have anger, when we're overexcited, when we don't have peace, we cannot really see things as they are. We're pushed around by anger, by suffering, so we need to calm ourselves down, bring ourselves some peace so we can be like the still water. So to be a happy person, we need to have a little bit of peace in us, some calm. And how? We have come to Plum Village to practice breathing, walking, Slowly, every in-breath, every out-breath, every step in mindfulness can bring peace into our body and our mind. You may notice that sometimes the other person is agitated, violent. And that's not pleasant at all to be around when the other person is being violent and agitated. You don't want to be like that. You don't want to be agitated or violent. That's why you want to practice meditation. You can sit like that, breathe like this, walk like that, and you become more calm. We become more calm and more happy. When you're calm, when you are happy, you can offer that calm and peace to the person you love. So the second pebble is calm and peace.
1: So, Promega you.
0: So first pebble, freshness, beauty, second pebble, peace, still water, and do you have something else to offer too?
1: The third pebble
0: represents stability, solidity. A happy person is a stable person, solid person. It's somebody we can count on. If there is no solidity, if there is no stability, we're not a happy person and other people cannot really count on us. So this third pebble represents a mountain. Breathing in, I see myself as a mountain. Breathing out, I feel solid. Here in the sitting position, we can breathe in and see ourselves as a mountain. The other person may come along and provoke us. They may say something that could provoke anger or violence in us, but if you are a mountain, that other person cannot provoke us. If you stay solid, he can't provoke you. The other person cannot ignite anger in you because you are a mountain, you're solid. No one can push you over. So meditation can make us more solid, more stable, and that is the meaning of the third pebble. The last pebble represents freedom, freedom,
1: space.
0: Have you ever looked at the full moon in the sky? It's very beautiful because the moon has so much space around, and a person is beautiful and happy when she has a lot of space in her heart and around her. Look at these flowers.
1: This flower is beautiful,
0: but it needs to have space around to fully radiate its beauty. Freedom makes us more beautiful, and more happy. So we need a lot of freedom. Freedom with respect to what? Freedom with respect to anger, jealousy,
1: Violence,
0: despair, worries. So meditation helps us to be free. Free from what? Free from anger, free from violence, from jealousy, and so on. If you have come to Plum Village, it's so that you can have more freedom. So when we love someone, we can offer four things, but first we have to have them before we can offer them to someone else. The first is freshness, beauty. The second is peace and calm. The third is solidity, stability, and the fourth is freedom four things. And as you continue meditating, you increase the freshness, the beauty, the stability, the peace, and the freedom in you. You become a happy person and you can make many other people around you happy also. So you can continue outside, children, with the young monks and nuns. The practice of love is being there and offering to the person you love these four things, beauty and freshness, stability and solidity, calm, and freedom. So children, when you s- hear the sound of the small bell, you can stand up and bow to the sangha before you go outside to continue your practice. Bonjour, Have a good day, kids. Have
1: fun. Dear
0: friends, there is a very deep connection between suffering and happiness. An insight into the nature of suffering is necessary for our practice. And that's why in Buddhism we speak of interbeing. Is writing interbeing on the board. <laughs> When we look deeply into a flower, we see non-flower elements,
1: we see that
0: there are clouds, sunshine, earth, and all kinds of non-flower elements that
1: converge
0: and help the flower to manifest. The whole cosmos is there in this flower, many non-flower elements. So in meditation we can see the existence of a cloud in the flower. We know very well that without clouds there is no rain And the flower could not grow. The same is true with the sunshine, light, and so on. So the flower is made of non-flower elements. This flower does not have any separate existence. We can say the flower cannot be by itself without these other elements like clouds, sun. The flower cannot be. So, a flower cannot be by itself. It can only interbe with the whole cosmos. So, to be means to interbe. Our own person is the same. We are flowers in the garden of humanity when we look into ourselves, we always see, we usually think that we have a separate self, a separate existence. But in truth, that is not the reality. We are made of non-us elements. There are the elements of father, mother, ancestors, education, earth, water, heat, all of those things. If we remove water, the clouds, from the flower, the flower, would cease to exist, if we take out the sunshine, if we take away the light, the earth from this flower, the flower could no longer exist. So if we take out the father from the sun, the sun cannot exist anymore. So father is an element that composes the sun and not only the father element, but mother, grandfather, grandmother, ancestors, food, culture, civilization, all those things are there. If we remove those things, we're not there anymore. So I cannot exist by myself. I do not have a separate existence. I can only coexist with the whole cosmos. We cannot be by ourselves. We have to inter be with everything. The word inter be is not in the dictionary yet, but I hope it will be soon because. The notion of interbeing can help us get closer to the reality because, truly, with meditation, we can see that nothing can exist by itself, nothing has a separate existence. Let's suppose we look at this small piece of paper. It has a front and a back side, and a left and a right side. The front cannot exist without the back. We think the front is completely separate from the back. Even the opposite, the enemy, the left is the enemy of the right. But in fact, that is not the case. The left has to rely on the right to be able to manifest. The right has to rely on the left to manifest. The left cannot be by itself. It has to interbe with the right. Let's suppose I ask a brother to come up here and take the left side and take the left side to Bordeaux. And I ask a sister to come and take the right side and take the right side to Paris. It's not possible. The left and the right always have to go together. Without this, that cannot be. The same is true with happiness and suffering. Suffering cannot be there without happiness, and happiness cannot be there without suffering. And the same is true with being and non-being.
1: de de decimal temps supposons que le temps we
0: can draw a timeline et représenter
1: par une ligne allons de le gauche droite
0: this uh, line running from left to right represents time le cours the flow of time. So let's suppose this point here is birth.
1: birth,
0: So the notion of being and non-being depends as well on the paired notions of birth and death. If there is a point for birth, there has to be a point for death because birth cannot be there without death. We
1: imagine
0: that this point here is the point of birth, and this point further to the right is the point of death. This is a meditation.
1: Each one of us
0: has a birth certificate.
1: It carries
0: the date of our birth. But what is birth? What do we mean when we speak of birth? In our head, we usually think that being born means beginning to be before that point. On the line. We don't exist. We exist only starting from that point
1: of birth in our mind.
0: We qualify the
1: segment
0: that precedes the birth point, that section we call non-being. And then suddenly, at the point of birth, point we're un, here. So that point is the Donc, beginning of being.
1: Le, non birth
0: means from non-being, we pass, non pass into being. That's the way we usually think of it.
1: Point M.
0: And we continue being until we reach that point that is for death. And when we reach that point, we will pass from being back into non-being. This is how we usually think about it. We think on the basis of being non-being, birth and death. According to Buddhism, this is not right thinking.
1: Right thinking
0: is thinking that is free of notions like being, non-being, birth and death.
1: We need to learn,
0: relearn how to think if we want to touch reality as it truly is.
1: Suppose
0: we are meditating on a cloud, on the true nature of a cloud, can we qualify that cloud as being or not being can the notion of being or non-being be applied to a cloud most of us would say yes today that cloud exists it's there tomorrow it's no longer there it belongs to the realm of non-being when we speak of birth and death of a cloud. But when we look deeply, we see that it's actually impossible for a cloud to die. Because when we say die, what do we mean? We mean from something you become nothing at all. But a cloud cannot become nothing. A cloud may become snow or rain or hail Things like that, but it, it is impossible for a cloud to become nothing. A cloud can never pass from being into non being. So, the genuine nature of a cloud is the nature of no death. It is impossible for a cloud to die. cannot speak of death when it comes to a cloud. And what about birth, before manifesting as a cloud? Did that cloud come from non-being, from nothingness? The answer is no. Before taking on the form of a cloud, the cloud was something else. Water in the ocean, heat from the sun,
1: So that cloud has
0: not come from nothingness, from non-being. The cloud only transformed from one appearance to another. It's just a
1: transformation.
0: So there is only transformation and continuation. There is no creation. When we say create, we usually mean something that didn't exist suddenly begins to exist. That's what we mean when we say creation. But if there is creation, then there has to be destruction. If there's birth, there will be death. But when we look deeply into a cloud, we see that the cloud is free of birth and death. And the human person is the same. It is, is impossible, impossible for a woman or a man to die.
1: Why? when When manifest,
0: something manifests and we can perceive that thing, we say, chose. the thing is there.
1: But when la, that thing manière,
0: no longer manifests in that way,
1: la qualifier, qualifier we
0: may say, non. It doesn't exist. It it is no longer. It, It is not. So if we look in the sky, we don't see our cloud anymore. There's no cloud. We say there is no cloud. Or in this room, we don't see any cloud in here. There's no cloud. But if we look deeply, we see there is a cloud in the room not in the form of a cloud, but a cloud is here. When you
1: breathe,
0: there is water vapor. Water vapor is in the room. And if that water vapor were to encounter coldness, it would reveal itself in the form of a cloud. So, there is always only transformation. There is no birth or death. And the scientist Lavoisier said the same thing. Nothing is created, nothing is lost, nothing is born, nothing dies. Everything transforms. So, scientists have also Recognized the no birth, no death nature of life. You cannot pass from the realm of being into non being.
1: So much fear
0: is born from the wrong perception that we are going to die. There is no death and there is no birth. Not just a cloud is like that, but everything is like that.
1: And it's not only Buddhists
0: who say it, but... Scientists are saying the same thing. This morning, the monks and nuns chanted the Heart Sutra, the Heart of Perfect Understanding. There is no birth, there is no death. There is only transformation. So... If there's no birth or death, we know birth and death are just notions, concepts that do not apply to reality. Because there is no birth, there is no death, nothing is created, nothing is lost matter and energy. We are human beings, we are also matter and energy. Matter is a form of energy, energy is a form of matter. And just as matter and energy cannot die, we too. So we need to practice meditation to touch that reality and when we can touch it, we are free of fear and anxiety.
1: There is a fear that
0: dwells in us as the fear of non-being, the fear of
1: death.
0: So if the notion of birth and death is false, to be removed, then we should remove at the same time the notion of being and not being. Because the notion of being and non-being arises from the notion of birth and death. That when there is birth, something goes from non-being into being, and with death, we go from Being back into Non-Being.
1: The
0: ultimate Truth, Reality, is free of Notions like Birth, and Death, Being, Non-Being. Inter-Being is also a Notion, but it helps us to get out. It's a skillful means that helps us
1: get out easily
0: of the prison of notions of Being and non-Being.
1: There are philosophers,
0: theologians, who say things like, God is the ground of Being,
1: the ground of Being.
0: And God is sometimes described as the, the Supreme Being, the ultimate, But if we use the expression of being, then we have to accept non-being. Being Being has to be the opposite of of non-being. So if being is there, non-being can't not be there. If the back of the sheet of paper is there, the front has to be there.
1: There are two
0: levels to reality, the
1: relative reality
0: and the ultimate reality.
1: In this so-called
0: relative reality, we do have birth and death, but when we touch deeply the nature of things we discover the nature of no birth and no death. And in science, they are also realizing no birth and no death. In Buddhism, we speak of nirvana. Nirvana is the nature of no birth and no death. So when we contemplate interbeing,
1: we we will be able to
0: get out easily from the trap of being and non-being. If God is the ground of being, then who is going to be the ground of non-being? God cannot be described with these kinds of notions like being and not being. If we ask the question whether God exists or not, we are still caught in notions of being and not being. We have spent so much paper, ink and saliva debating this question, whether God exists or
1: not,
0: the ultimate truth is free of notions like being and not being. When we ask if nirvana exists, it's the same thing. The reality, the ultimate reality, cannot be described in terms of the notion of being or not being. One time a monk presented himself to the Buddha and asked the following question. Kajayana, Kajayana was the monk's name. Dear teacher, you have spoken often to us of right view. What is right view? What is right view? In Buddhism, right view is the foundation of all of our practice. Seeing things as they are seeing reality just as it is. And when you look at the, the Plum Village logo with the three words in Sanskrit, see, like on the same glass window in this meditation hall, Smirti, samadhi, and the third word is prajnia, that is perfect understanding or insight. And this morning I chanted the sutra about that. And we chanted that there is no birth, there is no death.
1: Donc prajna,
0: So prajna,
1: is the perfect, perfect
0: understanding that is right view. la what is right view?
1: Kakayana
0: asked the Buddha. And the Buddha's answer was laid down in the Sutra. Right view is the view that is free of the notion of being and the notion of non-being.
1: That's why when we
0: meditate on suffering or on happiness, We need to look with the eyes of interbeing. We may like to think that birth can be there, life can be there and not death, that death is something for later on. Right now, we have life and then death happens later. But seen in the light of interbeing, death cannot be taken out of life, death is indispensable to life and vice versa, just like the back and the front of the piece of paper. Look into our physical body, there are births occurring in every moment, there are new cells being born in every moment,
1: and there are
0: also cells dying in every moment. So, the birth of new cells depends on the death of the old cells. Without the deaths of those old cells, the new cells cannot be born. And this is happening right now, in this moment. Death is not just something that happens later. Death is happening right now.
1: We are all
0: experiencing life and death at the same time in every moment. You have cells dying every moment.
1: Thousands.
0: And we're a little too busy to organize funerals for every one of those cells dying. There are cells being born every moment and we don't have time to organize birthday parties for all of them. Where there is life, there moi, is death. De la
1: mort. La mort, Why
0: should we be afraid of death? We touch death in every moment.
1: Donc, uh, la mort ne peut pas être
0: so death cannot be separated from life from birth. In every moment there is birth and death, birth and death, birth and
1: death.
0: Life cannot be without death.
1: Only
0: on the superficial level that we can say those things, but when we go more deeply into it, we will discover the no birth and no death nature, and this is what meditation is all about. If death is there, life is there too. They are always together.
1: They inter our
0: Death and life inter our
1: The
0: sanskrit word is sahabu. S-A-H-A-B-H-U. Ensemble. Saha means Ensemble. together. Together.
1: Bu is et
0: being. Et being. Et being et together. Enter being. Saha, Bu. Here's how you write it in the Chinese characters.
1: And then,
0: and Interbeing.
1: Nothing can
0: be by itself. Everything has to interbe with everything else. So the left cannot be by itself. It has to interbe with the right in the same moment.
1: We should not think that that the right is there
0: first, and then the left comes into being. We think the father is born before the son, but that's not true. The father and son are born at the same time, before the birth of the child. We don't call that person a dad. And when we look into the child, we see the parent. The child cannot exist without the parent. The child is a continuation of the parent. So, in this way, we look into things with the eyes of interbeing. And we can suffer much less.
1: The
0: Buddha began his teachings with the Noble Truths, the Four Noble Truths, and the first of the four is ill being, suffering. Because there is suffering in us, suffering in the world, our own suffering carries within it the suffering of our mom, our dad, and our ancestors. And it also carries within it the suffering of our people, our nation, our society.
1: So we should recognize that
0: ill-being is there, suffering is there, that's reality. That's the beginning of the practice of looking. We recognize ill-being is there. Puis, we acknowledge it.
1: And w- when le
0: we le look deeply into it, we can see how ill-being comes to be.
1: Les causes, les
0: the causes, the roots, La the production of ill-being. <laughs> That's the second truth. It may be our way of living that has brought about ill-being. Or we can think of it in terms of a path that has led to ill-being. We have thought in such a way, we have spoken in such a way, we have acted in such a way, we have consumed in such a way that ill-being has come,
1: is this
0: is the second truth,
1: the cause, the cause
0: of, the of ill-being,
1: human,
0: the path leading to ill-being. A this is not a theory,
1: this is not an
0: ideology, this is a practice.
1: Yesterday
0: we were breathing together and we tried to come back to ourselves to get in touch with the suffering inside, to contemplate, to listen to get in touch with the suffering that's there. That is the practice of the first noble truth. If we know how to listen, how to look at suffering with mindfulness, with concentration, there will be an understanding of the ill-being.
1: We will see
0: the nature and the source of the ill-being, and that's the second truth.
1: Sometimes the
0: Buddha spoke of the second truth in terms of food. We have consumed in such a way that has brought about ill-being. For example, your early being may be a depression.
1: If you have a depression, it means that you have somehow
0: lived in a way that brought this depression into being. The Buddha said nothing can survive without food.
1: The first truth is is ill-being,
0: the existence of ill-being, and the second second
1: truth is food food
0: that is nourished, nurtured
1: the the ill-being.
0: If your depression refuses to leave, it's because you continue to feed it somehow.
1: You have lived in a way,
0: you have consumed in a way that ill-being is staying where it is. So we want to look into the nature of ill-being in terms of food. To identify the sources of food that have served to nourish your ill-being. And once you can see, identify these kinds of food, then you can cut, cut off the supply of that particular food. And the depression has to die, it has to pass on.
1: If
0: suffering goes on and on, it's because you continue to feed it.
1: Notre méthode de vivre, manière de vivre Our way
0: of living can help us to stop le ill-being.
1: Donc, le troisième, la troisième vérité, no, so the third
0: noble truth is the cessation. The cessation of ill-being. This is a confirmation that ill-being, suffering, can be transformed, just like energy or matter. If we can transform energy into matter, or matter into energy, we can just as well transform suffering into happiness.
1: Donc, note, uh,
0: so this is an optimistic note in the teaching.
1: We can
0: On peut cease suffering, Donc, we can establish happiness.
1: La de la, la de la
0: so the cessation of suffering means the presence of happiness.
1: La présence du
0: the presence of well-being, that's the third noble truth.
1: Si le peut être par, uh, if man- ill-being
0: can be produced by food,
1: peut peut à la then there must
0: be a kind of food that leads to the cessation of ill-being and the presence of
1: well-being.
0: So we need a fourth truth. The fourth of the Four Noble Truths is the path leading to the cessation of ill-being, the path that leads to the presence of well-being.
1: Le sentier
0: the path leading to the cessation of ill-being, to the presence of well-being.
1: So these
0: are the Four Noble Truths as the foundation for the practice of meditation. We practice the five mindfulness trainings. The fifth mindfulness training is about mindful consumption.
1: We need to know
0: how to consume in a way that ill-being can cease, and well-being can establish itself.
1: The
0: path is described by the Buddha as a noble path. The fourth truth of the path, it's the noble eightfold path.
1: noble sentier, noble sentier,
0: the Noble Eightfold Path qui, qui peut,
1: qui peut la cessation de la
0: that can lead to the la cessation la of suffering and to the presence of well being.
1: So if the fourth truth can be
0: described as a path, the second can as well. It's the path that leads to ill-being. Now, the path leading to ill-being cannot be called noble. Maybe it's the ignoble path. The ignoble path. And it's very clear when we look
1: at the fourth truth
0: as a path, we see it very clearly, and we can see the other three truths very clearly. The noble eightfold path begins with right view, right view.
1: C'est la compréhension parfaite. C'est la vision profonde de l'internet.
0: Perfect understanding Prajnaparamita. The inside of interbeing. It is a deep wisdom of reality. And with that insight of interbeing, we can rid ourselves of notions that make us suffer, like being and non being, birth and death, and we remove every kind of discrimination.
1: Et c'est on doit la
0: That's why we should consider suffering, the first truth, le and happiness, the third truth.
1: Dans la
0: through the perspective of interbeing. You know that in Plum Village we have lotus flowers and we know that without mud, we cannot have any lotus flowers. Mud can be seen here to represent suffering and the lotus flower can be seen as representing happiness. No mud, no lotus. Without suffering, there cannot be happiness. So the practice... We try to make good use of suffering to produce happiness. We need suffering. Happiness is made of non-happiness elements, including suffering. Buddhism is also made of non-Buddhist elements. A Buddha is made of non-Buddha elements. When you look at a flower, if you do not see the sun, the clouds, the earth, you have not really seen that flower.
1: When you look at a Buddha
0: if you don't see suffering and the Buddha transformed into peace, into happiness, then you have not really seen the Buddha. When you look at a lotus flower, if you do not see the mud in that flower, you have not really seen the lotus flower.
1: A, A flower
0: cannot be by itself. it has to <clears throat> inter-
1: be
0: With other things. <clears throat>
1: The same is true with suffering
0: and happiness, but we're afraid of suffering. We're always trying to run away from suffering
1: and
0: chase after happiness, but this is not right view.
1: notion the of the paradise. We have a notion of the
0: Kingdom of God and
1: Paradise.
0: We think the Kingdom of God or Paradise is a place where there's no
1: suffering.
0: We are naive enough to believe in that, but when we practice with the inside of interbeing we see differently.
1: ...que le bonheur véritable est fait, est fait avec la compréhension et l'amour, la compassion.
0: We have On seen that happiness is made of understanding and compassion. ...le pouvoir, uh,
1: la richesse, les plaisirs <coughs> essentiels, Mais, mm-hmm. We see that happiness
0: is not made of money, power, and sensual pleasures. It's made of understanding and compassion. If we understand suffering deeply, that understanding will bring about compassion and we suffer less right away. If you look at the other person and you see the suffering in him or in her, You can have a lot of compassion for that person and you don't feel any more anger inside.
1: So to get
0: in touch with suffering is necessary,
1: indispensable
0: we understand our own suffering and we can understand much more easily the suffering of the other person. When you can
1: see the suffering in the other person,
0: the person you think has caused a lot of suffering in you, if you see that person suffering deeply, You can recognize it. Compassion is born in you, and you no longer have any desire to punish, to say something that will hurt the other person. So there's a very close connection between suffering and happiness.
1: The method prescribed
0: by the Buddha is to get in touch with suffering in order to understand it.
1: And when we understand,
0: we can give rise to understanding and love. A person who doesn't have those things is very isolated. They cannot communicate with others. That person has no compassion, no understanding. And understanding here is, first of all, understanding, suffering. That understanding always goes in the direction of compassion. So if the kingdom of God has no suffering, then how can we generate understanding and compassion. If there is no mud, how will you feed the lotus flower? I don't want to send children to a place where there is no suffering, because if there is no suffering, the children will have no chance to become Fully human, when you look into suffering, you have understanding and compassion. We may define the kingdom of God not as a place where there is no suffering, but as a place where people know how to make use of suffering to produce happiness a place where we can make use of mud to make lotus flowers. Flowers are made of non-flower elements and happiness too. Happiness is a flower. We need non-flower elements like the compost to be able to cultivate the flower.
1: So
0: if you are an organic gardener, you do not throw away your
1: garbage
0: because you know very well that you can transform the garbage into compost to nourish vegetables and flowers so suffering and happiness are both also of an organic nature happiness can transform into suffering and suffering can be transformed into happiness. Your love that is very beautiful and precious today, if you do not know how to nourish it, it will die, it will become something else like hatred or anger so we need to nourish to feed our love we should not let our love starve and die there is a path, there is a way a kind of food that can bring about love and happiness
1: Donc le bonheur
0: So happiness and unhappiness are organic things, which is why they can be transformed. A practitioner is someone who has the power to transform suffering into happiness. We know how to use suffering, to produce happiness. Our own happiness is the happiness of the other person and vice versa.
1: In the noble
0: path of the fourth noble truth, to reach, uh, to attain right view, we know that we need to practice right mindfulness and right
1: concentration. And we have learned that mindfulness
0: is an energy that we can generate with our practice of breathing and walking mindfully. And that energy allows us to come back to the present moment
1: to be able to live our life uh, deeply and see
0: deeply into things. And then concentration is born.
1: C'est, c'est <coughs> la
0: Mindfulness is presence of mind
1: uh, with
0: a strong enough mindfulness, strong enough concentration, we will be able to live our day in a way that we can make a breakthrough into reality and we can attain right view.
1: So mindfulness, smirti
0: is the first word on the stained glass window concentration is samadhi and and right right view view is understanding prajna. These are the three energies that a practitioner can generate in daily
1: life.
0: And these things
1: bring bring
0: relief and they bring joy and happiness to our daily life.
1: And once we have
0: right view,
1: on peut des we can
0: produce right thinking.
1: Une juste, c'est une base, basée sur la juste.
0: Right thinking is oui. thinking based on Toutes right view, free of all kinds of con, of discrimination.
1: Avant tout, la discrimination entre
0: First of all, discrimination between, le ill-being le between ill-being
1: and well-being.
0: Happiness and unhappiness inter-are, the left and the right inter-are, parent and child inter-are, they are not outside of each other, they are in each other, that's right view. Une juste, c'est une
1: qui avec elle
0: right thinking carries within yeah. it understanding and compassion. Juste, uh, as soon so as right thinking L'alien is produced, no... healing begins no. in your body and in your mind. And your right thinking also begins to heal the world. So the good practitioner is the person who has the capacity to produce right thinking. Thoughts that are free of hatred, of discrimination, of anger. A thought of compassion will oui, heal and nourish you, and nourish and heal the world.
1: Avec la juste, on va pouvoir pouvoir with aussi,
0: right thinking, uh, we can also la juste. with right view we can also produce right speech.
1: La Right
0: speech is free of discrimination, of anger, of hatred. Right speech is born of compassion and understanding. What you say has the power to help, to inspire, to give rise to love and compassion in others. When you write a letter, la
1: la that letter should carry la, la
0: understanding, love, compassion. Lettre, while you write that letter,
1: le process de, le the,
0: the process of transformation and healing begins in you,
1: et ce que vous dites, ce que vous and what you say
0: say, what you write will be able, able to help a the world autres, be a better place for de everyone. Juste, so with right bonheur, speech you can produce happiness for yourself de and make other people happy too. Good practitioner with right speech can produce a lot of happiness,
1: de can, de
0: can make a lot of de people de happy. If you know how to use right speech, you can make someone happy in just a few minutes with your cell phone, with your email. You can inspire people. You can give hope, inspire confidence. A good practitioner is someone who knows how to make happiness with their right speech. Anyone can do this.
1: Et puis, il y a aussi cette and there's action also juste.
0: right action. It means physical actions.
1: C'est l'action réalisée par votre propre corps. <coughs>
0: Actions of the body,
1: the way you use your
0: body can bring relief, can rescue, can save, can help this right action.
1: If that right action is
0: based on right view, it is free of discrimination, free of fear. There is mutual understanding, there is compassion. There's compassion. You're That's why what you can do heal the can heal you and heal the world.
1: In Buddhism we,
0: In karma. Buddhism, we speak of karma.
1: What, karma.
0: what is karma? Karma, simply means action. Karma is triple
1: Mm. in Mm. Buddhism. Mm.
0: When Mm. you Mm. think, that is already one action, one kind of action, Mm. one karma. Mm. With your thinking, you can already change the Mm. world. Mm. You can change yourself with right Mm. thinking. Mm. We need right Mm. view Mm. to Mm. remove Mm. the discrimination and the fear.
1: Donc, euh, la pensée est une
0: So thinking is one action, action, speaking is another action. action, and Donc, the bodily okay. actions are the third kind. Est so this is a triple action. Jour, and each
1: day, vous l'action. You
0: perform these actions in one direction or another.
1: You can create three kinds of energy with your
0: thinking, speech, and actions of the body and these will be your continuation. When the body disintegrates, you continue on because you are just like the cloud. You can never cease to exist. Every day, we produce thoughts, words, and
1: acts, and,
0: and these are energies that never disappear. Nothing is lost, and this is your continuation. If you follow peace, then you can ensure yourself a beautiful continuation. There is a retribution. Retributions et... to the karmas. Retribution. Consequences, the fruits of your actions.
1: Jean Jean-Paul Sartre, Saint-
0: the French philosopher maintenant. and author, he said that. Tout à
1: fait comme ça. People, man,
0: is a sum of his
1: acts.
0: That means not just actions of the body. Man is the sum of his actions. So in Buddhism, we speak of action in terms of thought, speech, and bodily act. So to say that man is defined by karma, that's a good definition. When this body disintegrates, the actions continue on, and that is you. You manifest in other forms, like the cloud manifests in the form of rain or snow. And you can continue in beauty if you have a noble enough path.
1: Buddhism, la est in
0: Buddhism, retribution is twofold.
1: Very interesting.
0: Very interesting. Il
1: y a le corps et Body
0: Namarupa. and mind, nama rupa, the psyche Cette soma. Retribution. That's one retribution. Janma. Janma. Your own body and mind.
1: Retribution majeur. Il y a le milieu, l'environnement. And there
0: is the environment. Donc
1: dans, dans le bouddhisme. So, in Buddhism, when we speak of
0: retribution, we are not only in this body and mind, but we are also the environment. The environment is us. So, when we look at the tree, we should not think that the tree is outside of us. The tree is my retribution. Through karma, we create our own retribution in the form of our own person and in the environment. We are we are this person, and we are also our situation, our environment.
1: On with changer, on
0: our actions, we can change ourselves, and we can change the environment. Your society on is on you. On you cannot on be on outside on of your society. On you on have to inter-be with on the on society. On and action has the potential to change, to transform both our um, own personal and our environment.
1: Donc, uh, déjà parlé de justice, uh, so we have
0: already spoken about six uh, uh, of the uh, elements of the, the Eightfold Path.
1: Concentration Mindfulness, pense concentration, pense right juste, view, just, right, just, right thinking, right sense,
0: speech, right action. There's just two more.
1: C'est le moyen, uh, right uh,
0: livelihood.
1: La diligence and Right just.
0: Diligence, also called Right Effort. Noble S- and this is called the Noble Eightfold Path that leads to the cessation of mène. suffering, that leads to the presence of well-being.
1: Si if we, we ça,
0: look at the fourth Noble Truth in this way, we can bien. see the second truth
1: there,
0: the second truth may be described in terms of a path, the path of wrong view, discrimination, fear and anger, wrong thinking, wrong speech that produce so much suffering. So we can identify
1: The elements of the second truth,
0: which are the opposite of the fourth. And in this way, we see the interbeing of all four of the truths. If you look into one truth,
1: you see the other
0: truths then you have really seen that truth.
1: The One
0: truth contains the other three. And we consider
1: we should consider
0: Lula the teaching of the Buddha in this way.
1: And Mindfulness, concentration
0: in daily life, help us
1: to deal with suffering,
0: Bring about joy and happiness, but they also help us to live each moment of our daily life more deeply. When we live deeply like that, with mindfulness, concentration, we can make a breakthrough into reality and touch. The true nature of things, and that is a right view. That is God, it's Nirvana, it's the ultimate truth, and once we have touched that there is no more fear, no more suffering, Okay. <coughs>